Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted, presented by Be Unique Magazine, because an authentic life is unscripted. Be Unique is a 501c3 charity that works today to change tomorrow. Learn more at our website, beunique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Did you know that Be Unique is a free, non-profit publication? We work today to change tomorrow by bringing you truly amazing guests like the one we'll introduce tonight and by highlighting stories about people all over the world who will astound you. The free digital version is available 24-7 at BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Unscripted. I am your host, Mary Brotherton. I am the editor-in-chief at Be Unique Magazine. We've got an exciting show today. Um, right now, I'm trying to connect with Paris Forby in Cameroon, and I also have on the show my very special co-host and guest, Perry Sather. And I forgot to ask, Sather or Sather? Sather. Sather. Well, Sherry lives in Los Angeles, California, with her eight-year-old son, Justin, and um, Justin's brother. Justin is a very unique little boy that we've been following for some time at Be Unique. He's doing extraordinary things and making a very big difference, not only in his local community, community, can't get my words out, but also around the world. We are excited to share his story and share how it all sparked from his love of frogs and how he's grown into a unique and powerful pen pal story of teamwork to end plastic pollution around the globe. And I will start with you, Sherry, and say welcome. Hi, Mary. Thank you for having us on your show today. I'm so excited to help co-host. And I'm really excited that we have three guests that have all been featured in your Be Unique magazine. And we're hoping that Breeze will get through on this phone call. Uh, we know that it's 9 p.m. in Cameroon right now. It's 3 p.m. in Indiana where our guest Sammy Vance is. And it's noon here in Los Angeles. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have each of us introduce ourselves, and I'm going to start off with Justin. So, Justin, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Justin. I live in Los Angeles, and I'm in third grade. I started learning about frogs when I was in getting sick from pollute in kindergarten. And that people are cutting down their homes. I started helping the frogs, helping on the wetlands and working on pollution. Okay, so we know in kindergarten that you fell in love with frogs. Frogs. (laughs) And I'm so curious to know, though, what is it that makes frogs so special to you? Can I interrupt for one moment, please? Yes. 
Sherry. I think we have Paris on the line. Okay. Are you with us, I cannot hear you. He says that the connection, he's there, but the connection is is not coming in. So we'll yeah. Hopefully he'll keep trying, and then hopefully we can hear him come in. Well, if if we if Paris, if you come back in, um, and well, it's, it's connecting. I'm going to tell him to just jump in and let us know when he's on the line, and we'll jump over to him if we can. Perfect. If that's okay with everybody. Part of what I hope. Paris, can you hear us now? He says he can hear me, but I cannot hear him. We'll just keep trying, and hopefully we'll get in. If he does not come on the show, we will tell all about it. We have a lot to say about him. Yes. So, yes, we're finding, doing... So we'll keep going, and hopefully he'll be able to connect with us. So I'm gonna. That would be wonderful. Keep going, and I'm going to start with Justin. Why in the world do you think frogs are so special? Frogs are special because they've been around for over two million years. So two million years. So the frogs have been around since the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs. Oh my goodness! They're and almost how many as old different? as me. <laughs> as, old as, as old as Mary, she says. I don't think she's as old as the dinosaurs. So how many different types of frogs um, are there? Over two million. There's over. They're over two million years old. And how many different types of? Oh, four thousand. And do you have some wow. favorite types of frogs that you like? I like the po- strawberry poison dart frog, the mossy frog, and the glass frog. And what is it that you think so special about the frogs that we think is so magical? The life cycle of them, the tadpole, and then they, they grow up the front legs. Take their eggs and they grow into a tadpole, and then they grow their front legs and back legs, and then they turn into a frog leg. Yeah, it's kind of like magic. And then then they turn into a big frog. Yeah, so we know that Justin loves frogs, um, and that is how this all started. And this is how we connected with Sammy, which we'll talk about. But let's start by having Sammy tell about her. Can you tell us about you, Sammy? Yes. Hi, I'm Sammy. I'm 10 years old and I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm in fifth grade. I did the Buddy Bench Project for my school. Um, I did it out of recycled plastic caps and lids. A Buddy Bench is a place where somebody who's lonely, they can sit on a bench and another person can go up to them and ask them to play. They can play together. Um, Like I said, I did it out of recycled plastic caps and lids. Um, and I got the whole community involved. And with the community involved, we um, got enough caps to get three buddy benches in only two months of time, which was really fun. And Justin helped me collect caps, which was really cool. And I made so many new friends and pen pals through this journey. Wait a minute. I've got a question. Sammy? Yes? 
you said that Justin helps you collect the caps, but he doesn't live in Indiana, does he? Um, no. So how we started to be pen pals is the first package that he sent me was on caps. So that went towards the Buddy Bench donation. Now a lot of people are sending me caps, so you don't just have to be in Fort Wayne to give me caps. You can send them to me like Justin did. Very cool. We'll make sure at the end of the show we have contact information for everybody so that anybody who wants to help can do that. Yes. Okay, back to you, Sherry. Okay, so... Paris, we have a messaging that he, you know, the connection, he hasn't gotten through. Or is he there now? No, nope, he just oh, dropped just a minute ago, a second ago. Okay, so I'm going to tell a little bit about Paris. So first of all, Justin, can you help me? Where does Paris live? In Cameroon, Bulu, Cameroon. In Buya, Cameroon. Cameroon. And where is that? Is, that is in Cameroon, Africa. Africa, that's a long way. Yes, that is a long way. So he is a student um, at the University of Buya studying environmental science. And he also has just been featured in your Be Unique uh, magazine. And mm -hmm. his article was titled Plastic Man because his nickname is the Plastic Man from all of the thousands of bottles, he's, he's collected over 8,000 bottles in his town over the last year or last year or two. And it is important for him to be cleaning up the town because what happened in his town, Justin? The they don't have any recycling centers, so they don't have like, or like a bunch of trash cans. So they don't have anywhere to put their bottles, only on the ground or the floor. So he well, does not, not like staring. Yes, he does not like staring at all that trash everywhere he goes. And being an environmental science student, he's learning about how all the plastic is going into the ocean, and you know the animals and people are getting um, sick from all the pollution, just as we've been learning about the frogs. So. We will, um, hopefully he can get back in uh, to the show. We can talk with him personally. If not, Justin will tell you he has a favorite animal, too. Justin, just like Justin likes the frog. Oh, turtle. My turtle. <laughs> yes, he um, really cares for the sea turtles there. So we'll um, talk more about that. But I well, I'm trying we to contact him, but it's still not getting through. Yeah, well, we'll just keep trying. That's how it is. Um, we're so lucky to be able to talk to people around the world nowadays, and it's so amazing that we can even have the possibility of him calling in. So a lot of our messages with Priest are through Facebook Messenger, and we pretty much talk every day. Um, same with Justin and Sammy. But, Sammy, how do you and Justin like to communicate other than messages over Facebook, what do you guys, did you guys start doing that was so special? Yeah, so we, uh, we do, we have our pen pals. Yeah, yeah so what is it? Letters in the mail. And yeah. do you guys like doing that? Yeah. And yeah, can you we, tell? We did a race, which was really cool to see which one would get faster. 
do you remember how many days it took for the letter to get from Indiana to uh, California? Or who was? I don't know. I You guys can't remember. I, I remember. It was a tie. You guys got the letter yeah, on the exact same yeah. day. Oh, that's oh. really cool. Pretty cool. And I, I think and the frog. <laughs> yeah, like so it's cool. <laughs> I think it's cool too because when I was a kid, we didn't have cell phones, and we used to write letters in the mail. And I see that a lot of people don't do that anymore. Usually, all we get in the mails these days are a bunch of bills <laughs> to pay your phone mm-hmm. or to pay the gas. And so when I see these letters coming in the mail, it's so special. So do you want to tell me a little bit about some of the things you guys mail to each other? So what is some of Cap. Do you remember the first package you sent, Sammy? Um, what was in that package? Do you guys remember? What Justin sent me or what I sent Justin? What Justin sent you, the very first package that he sent you. A big box of cats in his hat. Yes, and Justin, yeah. what? A picture of his really cool cat art of a frog. Yeah. And why don't we tell Sammy how it all started, why we wanted to send a picture to her, because it kind of all started – in preschool, it all started when you learned about a little girl named Aaliyah, and what was Aaliyah doing? Uh, can I interrupt for a moment? Yes. Be- before we learn about Aaliyah, I need to take a little quick break and see if we can't get Paris back on the phone. Um, so just give me just a moment for that, will you? Yes. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Well, I'll say one thing before we go back to the show. Paris is very determined to get connected with us. He has not stopped trying. But we do know a little bit more about everybody. And I want to go, like Sherry had started, back to the beginning when all this started and how everybody came together. It had something to do with rocks, didn't it, Justin? Yes, Justin. Tell about the little girl that you met in preschool. Who did you meet in preschool? Aaliyah. And what was Aaliyah doing? She was, um, I didn't meet her in preschool. Yes, it took a few years to meet her, but we heard. I I heard about her in preschool. Yes, and you met her last year. 
So tell us a little bit about her Rainbow Rock project. So she was making rainbow rocks to put around the world. Well, not well around the town and and in places like between rocks. And Let me show you know that we have you on here. Hold on one moment. Let me see if I can get her. And on the back of the rock, she would put a little message that says, "Here's a rock from me to you that grants." I have Paris on the line. And happiness, too. Let's see if we can hear Paris. Can you say hi, Paris? Go ahead, Paris. Hello? Yeah. There you are. Yeah, I can hear you. Yay. Oh, we're so excited. Maybe we can get Paris to talk to us a little bit about his project while we have him on the line. And then we can go back to the other stories. We love that. So, Priest, can you tell us a little bit about you, where you live, and what you've been doing? And- um, yeah, I I live in Boya, Cameroon. That's in Africa, West um, Central Africa. And I'm a college student at the University of Boya. I study environmental science. And um, unfortunately, fortunately, uh, many people call me Plastic Man. And it's a nickname that people gave me because I started picking up bottles in my town. And together with friends, we were able to pick up more than 8,000 plastic bottles in a certain project. And prior to that, we were able to pick up 5,000. 5,000. Then later on, we had 8,000 plastic bottles. Wow. Where, where do they all come from, Paris? We have a lot of persons who depend on plastic. Um, We have a lot of persons who consume beverages from plastic bottles. We have a lot of persons who consume bottled water. So it's it's something that everyone is so attached to. And you would not find a lot of drinks that are not in plastic bottles. So that's where we got them from, from the um, streams, from drainage, from rivers in town. And... um, and do they come like through the rivers and just land in your town? Um, my town has a lot of rivers, so um, for a lot of rivers get their source from there because it's a it's a highland region. So what happens is uh, when the river flows and it comes to a point where it's a little bit slow and and uh, perhaps uh, trees falling, you have plastics piling up where they couldn't move anymore. So wow. you're able to pick up plastic bottles from areas like that. Another one of your countrymen reached out to me, I think probably after he read about you and wanted yeah. me to do an article about what he's doing. So the word is getting out. I'm very happy that we're able to make a difference. Um, yeah, I, I Pardon? He called me. He called me. Oh, did he? Good. Very good. Um, but talking about getting the word out made me think about something. I know last year, here in the United States at least, we call it Earth Day. I don't know if everybody else calls it that or not. But you that was the day that you reached out to send Justin a message for the first time. Yeah. Why did yeah. Why did you want to reach out to such a small child? I, I believe that 
I, I could learn from everyone. And the problem in Cameroon needed ideas from any, any from everyone, indeed, and from where you are. And I was so passionate about creating change that I needed so many ideas because I had 8,000 plastic bottles standing in front of me and I had no idea of how I could deal with that. So I saw a post of um, Sherry about Justin on on, on uh, LinkedIn and I said, wow. So LinkedIn, um, I saw the post on um, LinkedIn. So I decided to check up um, Sherry and Justin on Facebook after I, I sent her um, a message on LinkedIn because mm -hmm. I saw what they did with the body benches and I said this could be a great and a sustainable solution for my community. So has it helped a lot? It has helped a lot because I've gotten a lot of inspiration from Justin's work. He's much younger than I am, but as the day goes on, I, I discover that we could learn from everyone it um, from different geographical locations. So it, it's, it's a matter of me getting inspiration from Justin's work and the passion and enthusiasm he puts into his work and, and that of his life. That is very, very nice. I understand kind of through the, the Pen Pal, the Power of Pen Pal site, you've gotten more information from other countries too, right? Yeah. And that was thanks to Justin and Said, why don't I open up to the world and let more people uh, people know about what's going on in my country and the work I'm doing and uh, what I hope to achieve. And sometimes you, you don't get all the solutions you need. You just need to share it with someone else. And I decided, uh, Justin and his mom, uh, Sherry said, let's get the word out so persons in different areas of the world could help us out with solutions. Because on our own, we wouldn't be able to get it, uh, get to this solution. So that's how we get other persons involved. I think that is absolutely amazing. I, I want to circle back to what we were talking about just before you got connected to us. Justin was about to tell us about Aaliyah and the Rainbow Rock Project. Justin, would you go back to that, please? Okay, well, first of all, Justin, how does it feel to hear Paris and be on the phone call with Paris? How does that make you feel? Um, excited and um, extremely um, excited. Yeah, and <laughs> like because we tried so much time to find the at least. And on your wall, who's plastered all over your closet? wall. You have lots and lots of kids and you have Paris on your wall. And what do you call all of these people that you have posted their pictures all over your closet wall? What do you call them? Like, like change, change makers. You call them the change makers. So do you have a picture of Sammy on your wall? Yeah. It's Sammy, Ryan, Connor. Well, let's tell a little bit about, because it was first Aaliyah, the Rainbow Rock Girl, that inspired Justin to start his own project. She was making these rainbow rocks to help the homeless, and we made hundreds and hundreds of these rainbow rocks. And a, not too far after that, we read a book to Justin, and can you tell us the name of that book? 
What is the name of that book, Justin? What do you do with an idea? And what is the book about? And an idea, an idea you have, but first he likes his idea. And then did he want to give up on his idea? The little boy in the book had an idea, and... Then everyone was making fun of his idea, so he tried to, um, like, giving up on his idea and not doing it anymore. But at the end, it says, um... What could you do with your idea? If you keep staying determined... What no, could you do? Could change, you could change the world. And that is where we started seeing that there were a lot of kids that wanted to change the world, and they had ideas just like the book. And that's when I let Justin um, pick an idea that he wanted, which was helping the frogs, and we just started meeting all different kids around the world. So he already mentioned Ryan, who is also one of your Be Unique featured kids, Kid Heroes. He met with yes. Ryan's Recycling. And would you like to tell us, what did Ryan teach you, Justin? About recycling. About recycling. And so he taught you if you put bottles inside the recycling machine, what would you get out? Um, money. Money Woo-hoo. and we're yes, and so money is what some of we need sometimes to help people um, with these projects to change the world. So we actually, what did we just collect a bunch of bottles? We put them in the machine, and what did we raise money for? Who did we raise money for? Parisa. And Parisa, where what are you going to do with all that money from the bottles? What are you going to use that money for this coming school year? Is he still there? Paris, can you hear us? I, I think Sherry's voice is a little bit low, so I can't hear her clearly. She was asking about uh, the money that you're getting from recycling. What do you plan on doing with that in the upcoming school year? Um, that's going to be uh, for my tuition and going to help me to go through school this year. So it's actually paying for my tuition and my tuition fee, that's my school fee for the year. Um, helping me in my education. That is wonderful. And I know that, um, you know, we talked briefly about Ryan Hickman and with Ryan's Recycling. He's another youngster about Sammy and Justin's age and how passionate he is about recycling. He wants to buy his own recycling truck. And his father says, you can do that after you go to school. Because his father's planning on saving all the money he's earning for his college education. University is not cheap. And so we just had meeting all these kids around the world that had these ideas. So Justin wanted to start reaching out to them. We met a boy named Will and Maddie. And Justin, can you tell about what Will and Maddie, what were they selling? Um, socks to save the blue-footed bluebeard. And what color are the socks? Blue. So to represent the blue-footed booby birds that are with a picture of the birds on them. And where did we wear the socks? We went somewhere on vacation. We stood up on some rocks. Where were we? At the Grand Canyon. And we took a picture. So 
they're raising money to help the blue-footed booby birds, which are some really magical birds with blue feet in the Galapagos Islands. There's uh, also um, red booby birds, and I think there might be other ones. Yes. So we hey, were Sherry? studying the book about... Yes. Let, let me interject for a moment. When you were talking... Um, Paris was also talking, and if you can go back to that, Paris, about the cost of tuition, I think that's important. That That's a problem we have sometimes when we have so many people talking, we don't realize that one person is speaking and another one is trying to talk. So can you go back and tell us a little bit more about the tuition in Cameroon? Yeah. Um, tuition in Cameroon is, um, is quite... It's, 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 um, quite lower than, than that in the U.S., so uh, we can actually compare both because uh, it actually costs a fortune for someone in Cameroon to pay tuition in the United States. So I would say I'm fortunate that even though uh, paying tuition per year is a challenge to me at my level in Africa, uh, Bordeaux could be able to pay my tuition. Bordeaux in the U.S., uh, were able to pay my tuition um, for this year. I think that is amazing. And Sh- Sherry, did you and Justin send that money to him? Yes. So at the 4th of July uh, parade here in Los Angeles, there is a team of people, the Stephanie Younger Group. They're a real estate group. And so for years, they've always provided water bottles for the hundreds of people that go to the parade. So last year we noticed this was happening and we thought, wow, can we collect those bottles? What do you do with all the money from the bottles? And so we said, you know, can we be part of this? So her whole team, Justin, there was so many people collecting bottles. The whole Stephanie Younger real estate team collected all the bottles, hundreds and hundreds, and we brought them to the recycling center and collected the money. Um, And so we are sending that. We're actually paying for it on October 21st. We're sending, um, paying for the whole year uh, for Priest's college tuition for his last year of college. That is fantastic. And it happened uh, just in the perfect time because, Justin, what happened to the recycling center? Two weeks later, we went back to the recycling center to get money. And what happened to the recycling center? It closed down. Why would yep, they close the biggest, it down? Why did they close it down, Justin? Because another company said we could make, like, something to help them. So what happened is, what he's trying to explain is, usually the United States, well, what they do is they sell the plastic bottles to China and China no longer wants to buy as many bottles. So they weren't making enough money. So Replanet, the whole over 300 Replanet recycling centers here in California have all closed down. So it's very, very limited how many recycling centers there are. And that's exactly, if Therese can talk a little bit more about this, that is what's happening in Cameroon. Can you talk a little bit more about that, Paris, about how the recycling centers are closing down there? Yeah. Um, In my region, like in Cameroon, typically people speak French. So in my region, they speak English. 
from where I come from, like in Buya. So uh, we had a recycling center um, just a few um, kilometers away from me. So um, the recycling center had to move to another town that is about one hour, 30 minutes um, drive away. Oh, no. So it was so difficult for us to get um, the number of plastic bottles that we still have to them. So they had to move because um, they didn't have, the, 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 because it was a business initiative. So they had to move to another town where the business would move better. So it was a rich, it was a big challenge for us to get the plastic bottles to them and they couldn't come for it. And was that why you reached out to, um, to Justin to try to get some ideas of what else you could do with your plastic? Definitely, because there was no way I could manage those uh, number of plastic bottles. And also, uh, plastic pollution is a growing uh, crisis. And even if I had to get rid of the um, 8,000 plastic bottles, there was still work left for me to do. There was still initiative I had to put on in the community to ensure that we you could use our plastic use in one way or the other. So those ideas from Justin and everyone else, it's a way to raise awareness about the plastic pollution issue and also to reduce our use of plastic bottles and plastic in general. That is, I'm, I'm just amazed that you're able to get the help that you need. So I also understood that your yard became filled with plastic because you were taking it out of uh, the streets, basically, right? Yes. Yes. Have, have you been able to repurpose all of that plastic, or are you still working on that? Uh, we had a couple of initiatives, like the power flower planters from Ninja Warriors in Canada. Uh, we, we made a couple of flower planters, like a hundred, and uh, we had um, a garden that we made out of plastic bottles. Mm -hmm. But the number of plastic bottles we have are so many that we still need. Uh, so uh, we need ideas that would use that up. So we, we have been able to um, upcycle a couple of them, but the bulk of it still remains. We, we will ask our readers to send in more ideas. I'm sure they'll rally around. And before you know it, your yard will be back to where it belongs. So last week, this is where I'm going to pull Sammy in, because what happened is Justin learned about recycling, but then when he learned about Sammy's idea about turning trash into treasures, that's where Justin was so excited that no longer you know, learning to turn trash into treasure. So she was able to teach us how we turn plastic caps into a bench. And so I'm going to let Sammy tell us a little bit how, what kind of caps and things, when we were writing letters back and forth from Justin and Sammy, we got a letter that asked Justin if he wanted to make a bench in California. And Justin, what did you say? Yes. Yes. Did you know how many <laughs> caps it was going to take us? A lot. <laughs> so, Sammy, tell us how many caps do you need to make a bench, and what kind of caps did we turn this trash into treasure? How? Explain that to us. How many caps? Two hundred pounds. I said two hundred pounds. Okay, so um, it takes two hundred pounds now to get a one six foot bench with the back, and it can be almost like any 
plastic cap and lid. Like I think it has to be a two, two, four, or five. Um, like in those triangles where the numbers are. Yeah, like water bottle caps, toothpaste caps, and like caps like that. But we asked a lot of local pharmacies, which helped a lot. And those caps are also a little bit heavier. So, yeah. <laughs> but you also have to sort through the caps just to make sure. Yeah. Then you grind so the caps you, up and then melt them. When you asked Justin to make the bench, we said yes. We had no idea the amount. So, uh, Justin, how, like, explain to me where you even got 200 pounds of caps. How did you do that? Um, I did it from, so my school helped me. My neighbors and. What are some of the big companies that. Like you just the Staples Center. The Staples Center where the Lakers play and they LA collect Kings. Yes, at the LA Kings. So the Staples Center, they collected at the Elton John concert. So that was really special that we have caps from the Elton John concert. And, and then across the street from the Staples Center, the Microsoft Theater. And how long did it take you to collect all these caps? Was it? At least seven months. Seven months. And were there any days that you wanted to give up and say, like, I don't want to see another cap? No. No. And I know there were days I did not want to see another cap because we had them all <laughs> in our house. And yep. <laughs> I'm so sure I'm trying to relate. Yeah, so what we discovered is Sammy was supporting us, and we realized that having a partner do the project together was very inspirational. So what are some things, Sammy, that you helped to inspire Justin to have teamwork to help keep him going so we did not give up? What did you do to help inspire him? So I kept on sending letters, um, encouraging him, and videos also. We sent videos back for us, which um, was cool. Like, you got this, Justin, and I'm so happy that you guys got it, and you guys are making the world a better place. So, yeah. <laughs> and what like we realized. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it was a cheering on. So, did that help inspire you to keep going, Justin? Yep. <laughs> and were we nervous <laughs> on how we were going to get all the caps then? We had to get them. We wanted to turn all this trash into treasures, but the only way to do that was to bring all of our caps from California to Indiana. And oh, we no. had no idea how we were going to do that. And, Sammy, how did you help us with that? Um, the UPS, which is delivered, campaigned the shipping fund, which um, helped with the cost of the shipping. Yeah, and uh, covered the sh cost of the shipping and delivering, um, which was cool. So that way you guys could get it easier. And I'm so happy that you guys actually got to come down to meet me, which was really cool. And that was another thing that inspired us is we said, Justin, he wanted to see all of the caps turn into the bench. So we mailed all the caps, and then our family flew all the way to Indiana, and we got to see the bench actually transform. And from that, I wanted 
Justin met Dr. Jane Goodall, and what did she teach you that really, really inspired you about this plastic pollution problem? What did she tell you? That there, if we don't fix it now, um, there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish by 2050. So there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish than 2050. Oh, my goodness. So that's where um, this plastic pollution problem, we really started getting inspired on, like, how are we going to fix this? We're going to have to keep plastic out of the oceans, so turning trash into treasures. So the day our bench was mailed back from Indiana to California, what day did you present it on, Justin? What day was it? Thursday. It was on Earth Day that he got to present his buddy bench um, that he made from the 200 pounds of caps to oh, that we made, that the whole community made. The whole this was everybody had to work on this. It was just not us. <laughs> and that same night is the night we came home is when we got the message on Earth Day from Paris on LinkedIn. So that Earth Day was a really, really, really big day. And what we learned is that. Uh, we thought the power of pen pals that we learned with Sammy was really important to keep going. So, Justin, so when I asked you and I showed you the picture of Priest, did you say, yes, I want to help him, or no, thank you? Like, how did that conversation go? How, when I said, would you, there's a, a boy from Cameroon that needs your help, and I showed a picture. It, he was standing in a river of plastic bottles, thousands and thousands and thousands. We had never seen anything like this, like never. And so I showed the picture to Justin, and I said, this boy, and Justin said, he's not a boy, Mommy. He's more, he's older. And I said, well, you can still work with older people. And what did you say, Justin? Yes. And right from that day, on April 22nd, we have come up with ideas to turn all of his trash into treasures. And Priest already told a couple of them. So Sammy was the last idea that we did last week. And can Sammy, you tell us the idea that you gave Priest, what your idea was to turn his trash into treasures? Um, we did the cat pass. So we took cement and we put caps in it and let it dry and we did stepping stones. So that was really cool. And Priest's was so cool. Priest, can you tell us about about your path, who you made the path with and where you made it? Priest, can you hear us? Yeah, they were asking about the path that you made out of the bottle caps. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, they actually had, when I got the idea about the uh, path, I was, the, the pictures were kind of, wow, am I going to be able to do this? I, I'm not actually good at artwork or some kind of uh, working with cement. So I, I, I got scared the first time I saw it, like, this would probably need an expert, but I, I looked at it and said, "Is going to be a good idea to get a lot of caps for this 
and I went out with a friend of mine and we had to start collecting cabs. We literally walked from place to place looking for cabs because we we, we exactly knew uh, spots where we could find a lot of plastic bottles just lying down and we said probably these cabs would make um, a path somewhere very beautiful. So we got the cabs together and we had to separate them into different colors with a couple of kids at the local school and kids came in and they were so interested and everyone said, what are you guys doing? And together we made a beautiful path in a local school. It's it's someone it's something that everyone comes by and say, Wow, how did you guys think of this? So I really loved that idea from Sami. That's really cool. How long is the path? It it should be um like three meters long. Very nice. So now the children don't have to walk in the mud or is, is that what it was for? Oh, the, the path was made um, um, like in front of the balcony, like the balcony, where they will walk um, um, like when there's like a step to another, like a step. Right. To walk through the class. Okay. Okay. Very nice. I saw pictures of it on Instagram. I thought it was very beautiful. So, and, and you said you were afraid because you weren't an expert, but it looks like an expert put it down. I think you have a lot to be proud of. Yeah, it was so I, I'm really proud that it went out the way it, 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 it has because I didn't expect that. It, it took us a lot of time to um, separate the colors and put the colors into different shapes and make sure it comes out nicely. Well, I think you did a superb job. Yes, you're very welcome. I need to take a real quick break here. Let me cue this, and we'll be right back. Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer coffee or tea? This is a question we ask on our fun and informative millennial talk show called Coffee or Tea, No Phones Allowed. And why do I know? Because I'm Anna. I'm one of the co-hosts. It's a great time. It's a professionally edited weekly series that's free to watch on Be Unique's YouTube channel. That's B-U-N-E-K-E. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and leave us a comment with your topic or guest recommendations. We love hearing from you. Welcome back, everybody. I am Mary, and I am here with Sherry Sather, Justin Sather, Sammy Vance, and Heidi Vance hiding in the corner, and Paris Forby. These are all pen pals who are working to end plastic pollution around the globe. Uh, Sherry came up with the idea to create an Instagram page called The Power of Pen Pals. And I know we've only just touched on some of the pen pals. You told us about Ryan, um, who's working with recycling. And you also told us a little bit about the Will and Maddie, the blue-footed booby boys. But I think we still need to talk a little bit about um, Bria. I don't remember talking about Bria or Robbie. Can you help me with that, Sherry? Sure. So once we read the book, What Do You Do With an Idea?, um, that is when I promised Justin I would let him come up with an idea, and uh, he came up with the idea that he wanted to help the frogs, and we learned that frogs around the world were going extinct 
Um, and so going extinct from the pollution and people cutting down their homes. And so once we started looking out and uh, looking at social media, we started noticing that there were a lot of kids around the world doing different projects. So I started introducing them to a different kid, different child each month, and we would support their project, and he would learn from them, and then we would teamwork. So first he learned um, from Ryan's recycling. Then we learned about a little girl who was painting pictures. And Justin, what is her name? Bria. And what does she paint pictures about? Endangered animals. Like frogs and polar bears. <laughs> and what did she send you in the mail? A picture of um, frogs. It says save the frogs with little frogs. Like one um, hiding on a log and some are in the trees and one's on the ground. And so she paints a lot of pictures um, about different animals, and she raises money and gives them to charities. So we were really excited when we got a picture of a frog in the mail because there are these gorgeous paintings. Um, and I think that you will be featuring her soon in Be Unique uh, magazine, so people will get to learn more about her amazing artwork. Um, and then... From there, we met a little boy um, named Robbie. Uh, Justin, can you tell us about Robbie and what Robbie likes to talk about and teach people about? So Robbie, he's trying to save parks like Yellowstone and a lot of other ones. So people can see all the view before them. Um, all, they get like destroyed and cut down and so we believe just like the frogs need a place to live animals need space and everybody keeps cutting down all the you know different places parks they're cutting down all the trees and making buildings so a big thing for us is just making sure we have space so it was really special because Justin started um, writing letters to all these different children, but then he told me that that's not enough, Mommy. I want to actually meet these people in person. And we were able to meet the children that lived in California, and luckily Robbie surprised us. He was flying through Los Angeles, and one rainy day he just happened to stop by, and he came in um, and met Justin, and they made eco bricks together and talked about their projects. But the big um, project when we went to Indiana is he asked me if we could actually fly and meet the children. And I said, wow, this is going to be really tricky. But we uh, decided that our family vacation would be to go to Indiana to meet Sammy and her family and to make the buddy bench. And so that's kind of his dream is to meet with all the different kids doing these big ideas um, and coming together and what we learned when we left uh, with Sammy, we didn't want to end our project. So me and Sammy's mom said, wow, what if we, you know, continue working and we call it the power of pen pals and we just keep reaching out to different people and we can keep doing our work and we can still work together because we had so much fun and the Justin and Sammy had so much fun. So we started, you know, just writing letters and writing letters to different children that we met and 
now it's extended to Paris, and now we even have some people in Tanzania, a group of Roots and Shoots, um, a group in Tanzania, Rashid is the leader, and now our projects are even going there. They're collecting caps right now to make a cap pass, and we put out a call of action to all kids around and anybody around the world to come up with ideas on how Paris could transform all of these bottles into something beautiful. And then hopefully by this, people will start recognizing the big plastic pollution problem there is um, in the world. We don't necessarily see it here in the United States, but once we noticed it in different countries and we noticed we all shared the same ocean and all of those plastic bottles, all of that trash is a shared problem that we have. All of the animals that live in the ocean, it's a shared problem. So, Justin, why don't you tell Priest to talk about the animal that he really wants to help and tell about Cameroon what, what animal he's working on. Can you ask him? So, Priest, what animal is, like, your favorite animal? Like, I like the frogs. And what do you want to help? What they're asking, Paris, is what is the animal that you're trying to help conserve in Cameroon? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a sea turtle, and uh, it's, it's due to a beach cleanup that I had um, a couple of months ago, uh, uh, like I think February, that I went to a certain uh, coastal community, and I saw a lot of shells of sea turtles, and I got inspired. I looked at a couple of them, and I said, I have to know what happened to these daughters and I was shocked at what I heard and so I, I got very inspired and very motivated to go on uh, a conservation project on sea turtles. That is very cool. How many sea turtles do you know that are um, nesting in Cameroon? Uh, we, we have um, um, other than taking the plastic out of their ocean. Well, 
Oh, yes, yes, the leatherback. Um, they are one of the, I think, one of the most endangered species, are they not? Yeah. So I know that we're all working. I know that um, Sammy is working to eliminate the endangered species of loneliness. And Justin is trying to eliminate the endangered, or not to eliminate, but to encourage people to understand the frogs. Hey, I've got a question for Justin. What is the difference between a frog and a toad? So frogs can jump farther and higher than toads. And frogs live in more moist places. And toads live in like dry places. So frogs would live in the rainforest and toads would live in like in you might see toads in the desert. And then you would see frogs in the rainforest. And frogs live everywhere around the world except which place? Antarctica. Oh. Yep. And well very good to know. You would feel a frog's back it would be more gooey and smooth. And if you would feel a toad's back, it would, wouldn't be so gooey. It would, gooey, it would be like sandy and bumpy. I think I like sandy and bumpy. <laughs> I think we like gooey. And the reason why frogs' backs are so gooey is because what did we learn about the frogs, about their breathing and drinking? That they breathe through their skin and drink their skin. And wow. that is what has led us to one reason they are getting sick is because they drink through their skin. And what did we learn, Justin, about the water? What did we learn about the water? Um, we learned about the water is um, getting all dirty, so the frogs will be drinking dirty water. And so they would get sick and maybe die or or become deformed. deformed. Like um, so they could grow an extra leg or grow like weird stuff on them. We just saw the screening. We just saw a screening called Overload. It just came out this week, and we met the director and producer of the film, and it was talking about all the chemicals that are in the United States. Um, and it had a big clip about the frogs and how the pesticides and all the pollution, the runoff is going into the streams, and they found out that that is why the frogs are getting sick. And so all of this pollution and these chemicals and pesticides, so it actually led us to do a water campaign. So we started a water campaign through Graves of Green. It's a nonprofit here in Los Angeles. And we started learning more about the water in Cameroon. And uh, maybe Priest can tell us a little bit about the water because we realize that frogs are indicator species, which means, Justin, if if frogs are getting sick, what does that mean? Um, other animals and people might get be getting sick because the water would be dirty. And if you are um gonna like try cleaning that water, it it might not happen to be really clean. So 
you would drink the water and it would be all dirty. So that led us to asking a lot of questions about the water quality, um, not only for the frogs, but for people too. So maybe we can have Paris talk a little bit about the water and the water quality. Did you hear that, Paris? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, um, water quality in Cameroon, um, like we have a lot of um, uh, waterways, streams, local water resources. A lot of them are polluted by plastic, unfortunately. And the very reason why they are um, um, people um, consume plastic is because uh, a lot of water is bottled, and people trust water from uh, people trust bottled water than water from natural uh, sources. The reason being they don't trust water from natural sources, which obviously is polluted. So I kind of understood that is kind of uh, a relation between water quality and plastic pollution because more people trust bottled water because they think it's a better quality and they don't trust water from the tap or natural uh, water like from streams and other sources so water from, um, from other sources apart from um, tap, apart from uh, bottled water is not very welcome by people in the community And, and and then they have to have a place to to do something with the bottles, and since there's no recycling nearby, they just drop them, right? Yeah. So I think probably, it, yeah, we all have to work together to make sure that we're all doing what we need to do, and work as as a common goal of cleaning up the oceans and cleaning up the plastic and saving the frogs and the sea turtles. And, um, wow. And really saving the planet for the next generation yeah. of kids. So that's really yeah. what we want is Sammy, um, Ryan, Will and Maddie, Bria, we all want to work together to not only save the planet for the animals, but to really save the planet for the kids so they can go swimming in the ocean and it's nice and clean. So they don't have to have trash piled up everywhere. So they could enjoy nature and enjoy the planet, you know, as my generation and all the generations before. So that is the next thing that's happening is they're really going to have to start coming up with solutions um, on how to end the plastic pollution problem. And, using more reusable bottles and reusable napkins and things like that. So that's our goal is to uh, work together. Uh, I know Dr. Jane Goodall is working together to get all of these kids to work together to come up with solutions. And so that's what we're trying to work on with the power of pen pals and all these ideas that have been coming in to recycle the bottles, upcycle the bottles, turning them into treasure. So one thing we'd love to talk more about the different ideas, you know, Justin, who came up with the flower planter idea? Where did that idea come from? Um, Canada from the Kindness Ninja. So it's a kindergarten class that is also spreading kindness and ideas, and they call themselves the Kindness Ninjas. And that was the first uh, project we did with Paris is we told him to turn the plastic bottles into 
flower planters. And I think he thought maybe, okay, this is a silly idea. What? That's not going to help my problem. But as we made them in the United States, in Los Angeles, he kind of said, all right, I'll, I'll make them too. And that was the beginning of the teamwork, that this power of pen pals is if we motivate each other because the problem is so overwhelming when you're just sitting with it by yourself, it feels like you won't be able to do anything. So having this teamwork and all coming together with Sammy having her idea about the cats, um, the cat path and the idea from Canada. Then we had an idea from Nigeria to make cap art. We just had another little girl um, come up with an idea to make earrings out of the plastic bottles. Oh, my. Maybe Priest can tell a couple of the ideas that he's done in Cameroon and who has helped him with these ideas. Maurice, did you hear what Sherry had asked? No, I didn't. Um, she said maybe you can give us some a rundown of some of the ideas that you've gotten for ways to use plastic and if they're working or not. Yeah, uh, we got this amazing idea from Gozi, Nigeria, a sports recycler, on how to turn plastic into art. And we, it was a very amazing idea because we actually made beautiful stuff out of plastic bottles. And um, my kid brothers really loved it because it turned out to look very beautiful and it could serve as decoration in the house, like um, an accessory. And also, um, we, we made a frog out of plastic bottles. It turned out really nice. We had some paint on it and we had to really look uh, for ways to make sure that the plastic bottles look like like a frog, that idea actually came from Justin. He was inspired by Justin's love for frogs. And we had an idea to make um, flower planters from Canada, uh, the kindness ninjas. I caught the ninja who real people. That was a mistake. Uh, the kindness ninjas from, uh, from Canada. It was an amazing um, idea because we came together with my kid brothers. We had to cut off, uh, make flower planters out of uh, from bottles. And we made uh, so many, and we planted flowers in them, I think. And just uh, lately, we had an idea from Sami, the cat path, which we just did. And just recently, uh, uh, um, a video um, to make uh, earrings out of plastic bottles. Very, very good. I need to make a real quick little commercial break here, and I'll be right back. I'm inspired to give back by the many individuals who are making a difference and taking steps to make the world better. Many people are tackling problems by themselves and thinking they are all alone in their efforts to make a change. I want them to know they are not going unnoticed. The world is watching. I'm part of a team helping to project their voices on a global scale. Small charities and solo entrepreneurs are doing amazing things but don't have the budgets to market themselves. Like many people, I once struggled in a variety of jobs I didn't care for, so I decided to find a new way to give back, to pay it forward, and to be the change. While some people my age are considering retirement, I've joined other professionals to create and manage a nonprofit organization called Peace Corps. The words that create our name tell only a small part of our giving story. 
We are philanthropists, educators, activists. We are compassionate, evolving, charitable, optimistic, responsible, and enthusiastic. We created Peace Corps so we can use our natural talents to help others. We work with nonprofits, individuals, and for-profit organizations that have a philanthropic outlook. Peace Corps uses several tools to give a voice to those that otherwise might not be known outside their small local circles. Be Unique Magazine is released monthly and printed on demand. This digital interactive publication doubled in size within five months. During that same time, it attracted almost 60 volunteers from 12 countries and across the USA. These volunteers are professionals. They're performers and writers, editors, researchers, videographers, photographers, crew members, and so much more. Coffee or tea? No phones allowed? This fun show is hosted by millennials and provides insight into what they're thinking, but it's by no means intended to appeal only to that generation, as evidenced by their topic and their guests. Because our volunteers know that we are giving 100% of our beings to this organization, they are meeting us on our terms. Nobody earns anything. Yet we all work as if we are earning six-figure incomes. That is the epitome of giving. Curating the stories and creating a high-quality literary-style publication that not only highlights the good work of others, but projects positivity and inspiration gives me purpose. By giving myself to this organization, others want to give to Peace Corps. We have created a global giving circle. And we are back. We're talking with Paris Forby from Buea, Cameroon, and Sammy Vance from Fort Wayne, Indiana. We're talking with Justin Sather and his mom, who is my wonderful co-host today, from Texas. Uh, I forgot what town you're from. I know you're from California, Los Angeles, California. California. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I got Texas in my head. But anyway, we're we're in three different time zones, and we've come here together to talk about doing things that make the world better. And everybody has a connection to two things, three things, actually. Number one, plastic pollution. Number two, the power of pen pals. And number three, Be Unique magazine. Everybody that I'm talking to today has been featured in our magazine, and everybody is working to end plastic pollution because they got connected and they share ideas through the Instagram page, The Power of Pen Pals. I am so glad that Paris was able to join us because we had difficulty when we started the show, but you're here now, and that's what matters. Um, we are almost out of time. So I want to take a few minutes to make sure that people know how to reach you, first of all, Paris, so that they can send you ideas and connect with you online. Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram, on Facebook, and LinkedIn. And on Instagram, people can find me. Uh, my name on Instagram is Echo Paris Bobby. Um, on LinkedIn, Forby Paris. Um, on Facebook, it's Paris Forby. So that's that's it for me. Okay, and that's E C O P E R I S E F O R B I. Correct. Yeah, correct. 
Okay. And I know they can find you. If they can find you on one social media, they can find you on the others. So, Sammy, would you tell us where people can follow you? Um, I have a blog, com. I have a Facebook page, um, Sammy's Buddy Bench Project. Twitter. Twitter. Sammy's Benches. Sammy's Benches. Instagram. Sammy's Buddy Bench Project and the Power of Pen Pals. Excellent. And what about you, Mr. Justin? Mm. On Facebook, Justin Schaefer. Website for the Love of Frogs. And on Instagram is Justin Frog Frogs. Very good. Um, Sherry, I'm going to let you wrap up the show. I have to do a little um, exit at the end, but I would like for you to, first of all, I want to say on behalf of Be Unique Magazine, thank you, everyone, for being here. And Sherry, you've been a tremendous co-host and a wonderful guest. So I'm going to let you wrap up with your ending. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having us. This is really special to have Justin, Sammy, and Priest all on the phone together. Um, We really believe in the power of pen pals and working together after we've seen Sammy make hundreds of buddy benches all around the United States. Um, Now we want to continue with the power of pen pals with partnering with Priest and talking about how to end plastic pollution worldwide. And I really wanted to end the show um, having each of them tell what it means to them to be unique, what makes them unique, um, and what inspires them to keep going and to not give up on spreading kindness and helping the planet. So, Sammy, would you be comfortable if I had you go first? Yeah. Um, So... I think I'm unique because I did the Buddy Win Project differently. I used caps to make a difference, um, and I think everybody's unique in their own way. Everybody, uh, yeah, you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference. You can be a kid, too. Justin, you inspired me going through the project. Priest, you did, too, and anybody can make a difference. Good. And what is your your saying you always like to say? Every every cap counts. Every yeah, every, every cap plastic, counts. Every plastic cap counts. <laughs> every plastic cap counts. Awesome. We love that. You inspired Justin to come up with his own saying too. What what did you like to say, Justin? You you wanted a logo that you after Sammy had a slogan. You said turning trash. You said into treasures is just like magic. So he oh, wanted to like be. That. Yep. So can you say that one more time for us? What is your slogan? Um, turning trash into treasures is just like magic. And can you tell us what does it mean to you to be unique? Um, to be creative like the change makers, like Dr. Seuss and. Everyone else, um, and to be determined and brave and 
every time when I get like sad or just I want to think of the frog and um think of um because then I'll know to keep on helping them instead of just giving up. Great. So he studied the change makers in second grade, and that was really inspirational um, when we learned about Dr. Seuss because Dr. Seuss was told not to draw these silly animals. Don't draw that. Don't draw that. And so Dr. Seuss continued, and that really impacted Justin that being unique is really special, and uh, sometimes being different is what makes you special and what helps the world. And then, Paris, can you tell us what makes you unique? Paris? <laughs> Sherry wanted me to ask you, what makes you unique? What makes you stand out among your peers? And um, what was the other part of the question? Sherry, I forgot. What makes you, you what, what makes him unique? What makes you unique? Okay, what makes me unique? Um, I would think it's my enthusiasm and passion, um, and passion I put into um, the work I do. Um, nothing is as fulfilling to me as um, as knowing that I'm actually making a positive contribution to the planet, and I am able to work with like-minded individuals. Um, um, and I think that's what makes me unique. Because I'm working with like-minded individuals from everywhere in the world, different cultures, different religions, for the good of the planet that we collectively share. I think that's absolutely what makes each one of you unique. And I love the fact that you've all been brought together into my world so that I can share your stories with the rest of the world. And together, I believe we will make a difference. I do, too, and I'm really excited that uh, their story will be coming out. Uh, Lou Kumi has a book coming out on October 22nd about inspiring stories that make a difference, and it will talk about pen pals, plastic pollution. It will talk about Sammy and Paris and Justin and their work together. So we will put some information up on the website on the For Love of Frogs, and I'm sure we can put that on social media uh, so we can spread this and we can work with a lot of other people in different countries and make a difference in the world. And make sure that I get an announcement when the book goes live. I'll put it on our extra blog. Perfect. So, Justin, what would you like to say for Mary for having you on our show today? Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. I have enjoyed this. Can you believe it's been almost an hour and a half? I know. He just got done with a two-hour hike, so he is definitely going to rest. I'm sure Paris is probably going to go to bed because it's probably past his bedtime in Cameroon, and Sammy's probably going to be getting ready for school tomorrow as well. Yep. <laughs> So, Sammy and Reese, would you like to say your goodbyes and thank yous? Thank you. This is so much fun, and I'm glad that I got to talk to all of you. You're very welcome. Um, thank and you Paris. very much, uh, Mary.
agree and thank you very much to be unique. It's a very, um, a, a, a very amazing opportunity you've given us to share our minds and, and our thoughts with the world. Excellent. Thank you. Um, I will ask you, Paris, to stay on the phone with me for just a little bit longer. I want to make sure I've got your address correct so that I can send you your copy of the magazine that has your story in it. And I'm going to wrap up the show with one last little um, announcement, if I can find it. Here we go. Thank you for listening this evening. We're happy you chose to spend this time with us, and we hope you learned as much as we did. Be sure to come back the first and third Thursday of each month for more exciting guests. And if you'd like us to invite you or someone you know to speak right here, just go to beunique.org and contact us there. B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.